but I'm a creep. Hello again, listeners, followers, and Radiohead fans. With you as always, I'm Top Toes. And I am Eni, and this is the Oh Those Toes podcast. Or, or maybe radio station now, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell anyone we haven't paid royalties. But the uh, the song you've just heard, or maybe didn't if it got yanked out of the episode by angry uh, producers, uh, <laughs> a favorite of mine of my youth, and that makes me very, very old, but uh, it is the perfect intro to our topic, um, and I think we will, for once, title the episode at the beginning of the episode. I'm a foot fetishist. Does that make me a creep? And I think it's something we've we've touched on. We've especially when we've been guests on other people's podcasts, we've had to answer to this. And I think it's time to just put it right there out there. Can you yeah. be a foot fetishist without being perceived as being a creep? Well, mo- I guess the the question is can you come out as a foot fetishist and not be perceived as a creep because if you're keeping it completely hush hush then obviously nobody thinks that you're a creep but if you come out with it do people automatically assume that you're a creep yeah and um whether you are a creep or not do you have to deal with the fact that when you the moment you say it people think you're a creep and Uh we, we have discussed this um and the reason why the, the creep factor is there is because the vocal minority, the, the ones that are perceived, the ones that are seen by society, are the ones who are doing things without consent. And that's just creepy. So I, one of the points that I saw someone make online uh, was that there's a number of foot fetishists that get off on being creeps like and not just being creepy like taking creep shots and stuff but um like being labeled as a creep Mm. like they enjoy being a weirdo and being different and being singled out by it like that's what gets them off we've talked a bit on the foot fetishists who maybe in our p- opinion, are more about humiliation first than foot fetish second. And I wonder if that kind of intersects. If they get labeled as a creep, then are, is, are they playing into a fetish for humiliation? Right. Um, and then, of course, are there foot fetishes who are moving over or more strongly in the voyeur sense first? And the foot fetish second. And yeah, it's possible. I mean, foot fetishism is a great fetish for voyeur. Um, definitely easier to be a voyeur, voyeuristic foot fetishist than it is to be, say, a voyeuristic breast man. Can't say right, yeah. that one because, well, definitely, uh, I mean, if you're, if the, the focal point of your Particular person sexuality is pussy. You're not getting a whole lot of voyeurist voyeurism on that, at least not <laughs> out there on mainstream, right? But, not organically. <laughs> and we we've said the um, the foot fetish fetish is definitely one that plays to a certain um, out there in public voyeurism. Um, but then the guys who want to be a creep, what does that mean? That they're making a point to make sure that they're obvious with their leering? Well, so this person on Reddit, and I don't want to say any names because I didn't get permission to use names, but... Um, we'll she... call him Toby. Oh, female. <laughs> I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's a girl. I think it's a girl. We'll call her Toby. It, it's a gender-neutral name. <laughs> um, so Toby says... I don't think these people share our same goal of making foot fetish accepted. I think all they care about is the kick they get out of freaking girls out and imagining rape scenarios in their sick heads. 
Mm. <laughs> so, okay. So it's not, it's not a voyeurism. <laughs> it's the getting a kick from freaking girls out. So, yeah. They're taking a bit of an, a really weird dominance because they're taking control, in a sense, to... Um, like, it's kind of scary, right? Like, yeah. I mean... I, I think she's right. I think it, it is... It's a it's a variation on rape fantasy. I wouldn't go so far as to say these guys are rapists. But I think, yeah, they have a little bit of that penchant for the non-consensual. They're enjoying the fact that what they're doing is non-consensual. And that's something we don't... We've, we don't condone. Uh, we, no. We've been publicly against that concept, but it's an interesting one. Um, I once had a guy <clears throat> tell me something along the lines of you smell you smell just as good in the day as you do at night or something like that. You know but, what? But basically it was like <laughs> and, and, and we're talking creep, right? So you've seen Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Multiple Who hasn't? Multiple migs in the next cell. He hissed you. What did he say? He said, you <laughs> smell my cunt. <laughs> no, wait, no, no. I, I fucked. I can't. Can you, can you do a, a West Virginia accent? Can you give me the. Um... Oh, God. Do you remember me in accents? Like, yeah, you're right. So Come on. <laughs> yeah. he, he said he could smell my cunt. I myself cannot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I... exchange. <laughs> It's a it's a beautiful piece of film. I mean, Sir Anthony Hopkins, for fuck's sake, he can do no wrong anyway. And um, oh god, I can't think of the girl who played great Clarice. Jody, I mean, Jody, Jody Foster. Foster. Yeah, being a child of the seventies, Jodie Foster was like in all the after school specials, and she finally grows up, and then she gets to play opposite Sir Anthony Hopkins, and she gets to tell Sir Anthony Hopkins that the criminal in the next cell said he could smell her cunt. I mean, that's like. Her- <laughs> Her first giant line in film. But, yeah. Wow, I've I've derailed myself. But I... Well, it's that creepy... creepy, Yes. It's it's that creepy, you know... Well, okay, so... Okay, so back up and repeat your your, um, your Internet Pals line. Well, no, so what I was saying... What I was saying was that he... The guy that told me that I smelled just... I smelled the same during the day as I did at night, implying that he smelled me <laughs> while I was sleeping before. Okay. Yes. You know, you. right. So, so now uh... <laughs> what I said made some sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you drink four or five drinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, the, the plans changed tonight a bit. And, um, you know, I think we have something important to say, but I just wasn't necessarily prepared for it. Um, and yeah, I, I went out and had a few before we started this, but, um, you know, our, our listeners are used to the clink of the glass and the gin and tonics, so they'll get over it. My, um, my glass is ice free cause my drink was so cold already. Um, but I did take a couple shots beforehand because I thought we were going to do a drunken toes episode. <laughs> so I'd gotten started, um, but but not drunk just yet. <laughs> no, and I, I this is all I'm natural crazy. <laughs> tapering, drinking the water. Um, but yeah, so then you know we had this great idea of <laughs> of talking about you know the not so nice aspect of uh, being a foot fetishist, like does and how hard it is to fight that. I mean, when you tell somebody that you're a foot fetishist how much work do you have to do to convince them that you're not a creep? Well, the most recent opportunities I've had to, to say it. And, you know, I, I think at this point we, you and I have become foot fetish celebrities. So it gets easier <laughs> by the day, but the most recent times the people I was telling it to had dealt with foot fetishes before. I wasn't right, breaking yeah. them in. So in your personal life, can you remember, and I know that you've mentioned that your circle of friends is over the years turned to be more 
flexible, adaptable, and open-minded and all that. So, but thinking back Let's to the last it, time. Let's face it, I hang out with the gays. The, the, nothing <laughs> affects that. So, gays and fetishes. So, but let's let's go back think back to the last person that you told hang on i just you just reminded me you like gays and fetishes and i just thought back to a very old mighty mighty boston song of my youth called drunks and children and the, the line is drunks and children they tell the truth and that is that's what i am i'm drunken youth and it, it rings true except gays and fetishes same difference you, <laughs> you know it's that sort of we're we're beyond hiding anything it's just pure honesty i mean at that point they've gone through the most difficult thing yeah which is coming out to friends and family and you know Hell, the world easier, basically it's easier for me to say i'm a foot fetishist these days than to come out as bisexual to people actually yeah. it depends on the audience but yeah i mean it's like that's the the thing and i think maybe that's the crux of your your question it's almost as bad to come out as a foot fetishist, as it is to come out as LGBTQ, put it that way. Who who are we talking to recently that told us that? Mm. Was it one of a? Was it one of? It was one of I our uh, say, tinies. I want to say it was Giant Admirer who said it's easier to say he's a foot fetishist than it is to say he's bisexual. I mean, he may yell at us later and say that wasn't me, or that he didn't say that. But no, there was one that said that it was that he'd rather come out as gay than to ever admit he had a giant test fetish. Okay, then that may I have think been... that was I think that was from the wor- the mouth of somebody who wasn't actually LGBTQ. Right. And so it was yes. it was presumptive. Um so I mean huge admirer, he kind of put put three on the table for us in the episode. Um oh he's fantastic. I hope he's listening. Yeah. Hey babe I don't <laughs> so now, now I misattributed. So I don't know if he actually said which one was an easier one to say. But you're right. At least in perception, one of our guests said that it would be easier to come out as gay than it would to become to come out as a giantess fetishist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm saying that I've had, depending on the audience, one or the other is more difficult. That they're they're somehow on par. Um, and one, well, they're both social stigma, one with religious aspects and one with, at least people understand what the gay community is doing. They may not like it. People have such terrible perceptions of what the foot fetish community is doing because everybody believes we're creeps. Well, so so let's think back to the last person that you told that wasn't sort of in your inner circle and that wasn't gay or fetishy or like, like... Well, that that was bliss. It was completely blind. But Yeah, but she, she but look had... at the place she was at. Like look who who she was with and where she was at. You had to have known people in that you know, circle were going to be more accepting. Well, Otherwise they no. wouldn't be there. Or was I it a vanilla party you were brought at? Up feet before I did, I think because she had some experience with other foot fetishes. So going all the way back to I don't even, I can't recall. I don't know the last time I've had to Probably at a Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Because okay, you told so the yes, stories at, the, Chris, of, at the, Christmas. The co-work, of... That particular co-worker, <laughs> former co-worker, uh, yes, got the foot fetish spiel first the bisexual spiel later obviously once one was cracked open she became somebody I could easily tell either Um, and I think also was too drunk at the first reveal to remember it by the time the second reveal happened second reveal happened sober so at least she knows that what what page I'm on now Um, (laughs) that's the problem with Christmas party reveals you don't know if you're drunkenly revealing something to somebody who's too drunk to recall it the next day or Monday morning. I okay, and then I met, I've also mentioned this before. Um, I, I feel like the stigma is even bigger to overcome, it's greater to overcome when I tell people that I actually have 
or enjoy feet and enjoy playtime with my feet. So everyone knows. Yeah, get out everyone of knows. Dike. That's not. Everyone knows that that my husband has a foot fetish, right? But they don't know the extent of it. They just know that he likes feet. Uh, but let's let's take a a real like example from my life. Okay, my sister knows that I have a foot fetish page. She knows that I have an OnlyFans. She knows my mom knows too. Everybody knows. Everybody in my family knows, with the exception of the kids. Um, but I have tried my hardest to keep them from finding out about the podcast because I don't want to be judged for like actually enjoying all of my interactions with the followers and things like that. So in their mind, oh, like, I'm oh, doing if it. If you're just doing it to exploit us freaks, um, for they're cash, okay with it. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> if you're doing it because you actually enjoy it and, um, then yeah. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> third, third Am I a creep? Later, you're a creep and you're a weirdo. Am I a creep? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my coworkers are aware, almost all of them, of the page and the podcast, actually. But I refuse to tell them what it is. Um because you know, there's just some things about my personal life that they don't need to know, and I well, yeah. am very open, and I say a lot, said, and I, you know, <laughs> there's there's being open, being out, and telling your librarian. <laughs> you know, people in your life don't need to know the nitty gritty details of what's going on with your life, your sex life, your podcasting life, your Instagram life. See, but so they understand. My husband's, they understand, you know, that he has a fetish and they're fine with it. They don't think he's a weirdo. But if I were to say that I did too, they would see me as a weirdo. I mean, they really would. So, so it's, I think it's harder for a, a, I don't know, a a woman with, I'm supposed to maintain a, you know, this wholesome image, I guess. We all had a a lot of trouble just acknowledging and, and defining you as a foot fetishist. But, so what you're saying is that your friends seem to accept your husband's fetish and your perception is they believe you just go along for the ride to appease him. Yes. You, mm-hmm. uh, exactly. do, do you honestly believe that's what they believe? That they don't have the wherewithal to believe that you. No, I think that they enjoy think this that, together. Um, I think most of them know and think that I'm a, a freak. Uh, I don't think that they would ever imagine that I'm going, oh, yeah, right there. And it's in between my toes. With recording delay, as you confessed to uh, Rachel on the Wine Dine 69 that aired last Friday, uh, where you said exactly that. <laughs> right there and then we told her how to get her boyfriend or partner so many yeah. so many people in our world hide behind the word partner like it's the reverse of playing the pronoun game he is uh it's a he, he is a yes. He. yes he's a he but i but, think she refers to him as partner yeah yeah a lot of people do and it's like wow the, the pronoun game used to be to hide things now it's just the way things are so yes, uh, we we gave her instructions on how to give her how to get her partner to uh, give her toes a taste, as it were. Well, it, I would tell you, I was really shocked when she her opener was like, "I've given a foot job before." I was like, "Record scratch." Wait, what? You record scratch until she said, "And now I have now I'm triggered by it." And I'm like. Yeah, okay. Wow. <laughs> we get it. We get it. Having having done an entire episode on how to give a foot job that doesn't end up with like permanent back damage, um, we we get it. We we feel you. And, and as soon as she said that, we're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's hoping you, for you, a different ending, but <laughs> you, you ju- yeah, but she jumped into the fast lane uh, on the first time behind the wheel, and. You know, we gotta we gotta tell our people how to uh, how to slow down. And I I really liked the answer we were able to give her. And I think that's the amazing thing I love about being on other people's podcasts is we can talk amongst ourselves for hours and hours and hours 
hundreds at this point, maybe even thousands. But they always have questions for us that make us think of things we never thought about before. Yeah, I, I did enjoy that. I never want to stop going on other people's podcasts because they have great questions for us that we then sometimes we bring those things back to our podcast because we never thought to say them because we'd never been asked the question. Right. Um, and we've already we've been doing this for years. We're kind of, you know, I mean podcast aside well actually you know our podcast anniversary is coming up did you realize that we're on i mean i know it's we're still in the middle of the season but we started sort of at the end of the last season well so... yeah i'm doing the math um episode 40 of this season will be one year from episode one of last season yeah so so yeah we're coming up yeah, Can't we got to think of something special to do, really. For the one-year anniversary? Yeah. yeah. I, don't I don't know. know. We got to figure it out. You know, maybe we should do our, um, our we should do a our live Zoom call-in. Yeah, we put that off. Um, uh-huh. Well, because we've had so many great guests coming on and, and you know. There's a little bit of prep and announcement and, and solid like two days before kind of announcement we have to do to do the live call in because attention spans are short and people get busy and it's, you got to catch them right then and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but okay, let's uh, take a quick break. And after we hear from our sponsor, our, our wonderful sponsor, who's been with us for almost a dozen episodes now, uh, we come back and we will continue to answer the question. I'm a foot fetishist. Does that make me a creep? If you're looking for unique and eye-catching foot jewelry, you'll fall in love with Yoga Bling Boutique. Our unique line of toe rings and anklets are gorgeous conversation pieces that make heads turn. Visit yogablingboutique.com for exotic toe rings, anklets, and socks that caress your lovely feet like a glove. We are on Facebook as Yoga Bling Boutique FB. Also look for us on Instagram as Yoga Bling Boutique. Your feet deserve jewelry from Yoga Bling Boutique. For more information, go to yogablingboutique.com. And we're back. And with a big thanks to our sponsor, Yoga Bling Boutique. And so let's get back to the question in hand. I'm a foot fetishist. Does that mean I'm a creep? Well. Yes, no answer. Right now. No. <laughs> but but you're asking, are you a creep? Uh, well, if you're, you're yeah, talking. If you're talking. Right. If you're well, talking. Well, forget, foot... forget the foot fetish question. Is Top Toes a creep? No. No. Yeah. I'll tell you why. You're too, you're you too why. sweet. No. I have actual proof. Um, I to turn you into a creep you have but you flat out refuse or fail miserably (laughs) yes the one time i'm like i'm like all right we're we're somewhere where like this is totally expected camera out and i still can't creep shot right (laughs) and you're with your you're with a fetishy partner at a fetishy failed and appropriate you know, venue, and you still can't creep out for me, so. I know, I know. And I can I can call you up, and I can tell you the ongoing saga of accidental foot tease co-worker, but, you know, can I get you but one creep shot? No, no, I can't. <laughs> I think in this entire, you know, half a decade, uh, you've maybe gotten me two. Yeah, and, um, and you've mocked them because they were like so in motion. It was so bad. So bad. <laughs> it's like, is that an actual foot? Is that a shoe? What are, what are we looking at here? <laughs> You're just a bad creep. You are not a creep. But as a foot fetishist, like if you just are generalizing somebody with a foot fetish, are you a creep? I'm going to have to say the majority of the time, the answer is yes. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've spent 38 episodes trying to convince our audience that 
the majority of foot fetishes aren't freaks. Well, and now you're going to say the majority of them are. Well, I'll tell you why. Because the majority of the ones that come out, like fiercely and openly, are not like normal in the way that you and I are. Like they don't have shame, or they're into like we were talking about other fetishes. So they come out as foot fetishes, but really they're into humiliation or being dominated, which is an entirely different fetish. So now we're but they identify the pure foot fetishes from the um, peripheral foot fetishes, the the guys who are. I don't know. Everything foot, is evolving. Foot, the guys that are foot fetishes because they just want to be at the bottom of the totem pole and the bottom the feet are the closest to the bottom i think uh you know uh rachel talked about it a little bit and so did matt our last guest where you know it's it's easy to identify as a foot fetishist if the place that you want to be at is at the bottom of somebody's feet but what's the reason that you want to be at the bottom is it would you feel the same if, say, you were, not you, but, you know, if someone was dominating and, you know, the woman was at the bottom and they were, I mean, I, I'm having a hard time <laughs> explaining yeah. this, but. I, no, I get, I get where you're coming from. So what you were talking about is the difference between the foot fetishist, as most people perceive, who is. I think we've used the term the foot bitch and the um, the DNS neutral foot fetishist. Yes. Okay. Especially perfect. the foot fetishist who seems to occupy the opposite side of the slash than is the commonly understood, which okay. is the, the myself, your husband, a lot of our friends, but the non-submissive foot fetishist. Right. So those guys tend to keep it to themselves because whose fucking business is it anyway other than a partner right the guys that want to be humiliated that want to be the guys that want to be furniture they want to be a footstool so so i think those guys are the ones that sort of give everyone else a bad name because it's not so much about liking feet it's about like they're wanting to be beneath the feet so a couple of weeks ago, we uh, delved into an amazing little uh, book called The Psychopathia Sexualis. <laughs> um, and the foot fetish and paraphilia section is nestled in the middle of the chapter on masochism. Well, that, and... that's, that's not entirely... <laughs> I mean, fast forward a hundred years later, that's not entirely incorrect. I mean, those, the, and I think these are the guys that are not, that they want to be shamed. And so this is why foot fetishists in general are perceived to well, be creeps. In the very near future, we have a guest lined up who is at the ultimately submissive level who can maybe shed better light on this side of the fetish than, than you and I can perceive because we don't exist in that world specifically. We interact with it tangentially and Mm -hmm. suffer the ramifications of that's the common perception of the fetish, but it's not the way we interact with the fetish. So, Let's not write it off as they're the fringe because I think it is fair to say the submissive male foot fetishist of female feet is actually the majority. Yes, I'm going to agree with that. It's everything we rail against, but it's not wrong. Stereotypes are often based on statistical probability. Well, then I'm also going to say that very close to that are the people that are doing the non-consensual creeping around. And that's and... interesting because the first um, the first of your internet sites, <laughs> the first person you quoted, uh, placed it in the realm of almost rape fantasy, 
which is very not much not the realm of the submissive person. But you're right, right. The, the submissive person who gets to the creep factor of it, they're saying is almost, and you know that's the thing. You go far enough left, you come back right again. You go so far off the the submissive end that maybe you come back around into something that's feeling like or could be perceived as a, a dominant act. Taking your power back. So someone, someone else Popping says, from the bottom. someone else says, Peppy was mine. Every time a girl posts pics of herself barefoot on just a regular site, someone has to say something about her feet. I get it, but it's not necessary and causes some people to feel icky and start cropping. Um, yes. Uh, I, I will say as the non-creep. When a friend of mine posts a Facebook pic, the typical, hey, I'm at the beach, look at my pedicure with the water behind me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I click like on that or not? I'm so <laughs> over-concerned that I'm elf and they probably have 42 likes on that picture from all kinds of people who weren't foot fetishists. And I sit there and question it. Do you go and check out who liked it to see if maybe they're a foot fetishist too? <laughs> no, I've never gone that far. But I definitely <laughs> questioned, should I like my friend's sexy beach toes pick? Vanilla See, friends, sexy <laughs> beach toes pick. And I'd like to say, well, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, but also, I, how did I get started, right? That's exactly how I got oh, started. I say, <laughs> your your, your uh, Reddit, Reddit there says, you know, yeah those dudes shouldn't be making sexy foot comments on your vanilla Facebook post. But at the same time, how many fetish Instagrams were launched because they made a vanilla Instagram or Facebook post with the pedicure, the typical, Hey, look at me on the beach. Basic girl post that everyone we know. Everyone has done it. Yep. Pedicure toes, not pedicure toes, toes in the sand, like well, the on the ball. I don't or... even have the, the question whether I like it or not. That's, that's a, but people that's still can be creepy about it. Like if they're if they're public, they're not private, then people can definitely, you know. Like I had those kinds of comments on photos I took a before um Instagram, before my fetish Instagram. I you know, I, I always like to do toes right and so I had done sort of matching petties for me and my daughter and she was very little at the time we had matching petties and they had cute little pumpkin designs on them and I had somebody make a creepy remark like that and I was like bitch do you not see there are children's feet in here yeah and uncalled for right and and so just you know today I had one of our previous guests for uh uh Susan uh shut up and smell uh post and she sent me a message and said hey you're following this guy who follows a ton of children's foot pages and I was like what like I try I tried because I follow all of my followers back on um, the podcast page right and so I went and I looked and I was like I'm I'm usually pretty good about checking you know and so I I went and I looked and his page looked pretty normal some foot stuff some memes and then sure enough you go and you check on the pages that he's following and there were several pages that were posting children's feet and mm. you, just, you know, you report and block, but that's not going to be enough. They're just going to post something else. So yeah, the definitely checking, your, checking <laughs> the people you follow for who they follow. That's, that's an awful lot of vetting for what in essence is a simple social media thing, but it's right. part of the I mean, world can you imagine how many followers, can you get in a day, you know, anywhere between 20 and a hundred, if you're a big page like yours and, and then to have to go in there and, and that's exactly what she said. She said, I spend every morning editing. And instead of doing that, I'm looking at who this person's following because I want to make sure that any follower that's following them gets blocked, you know? So that's why, that's how she found me. Cause she saw that I was following this person and yeah, and and I have seen 
uh, like when somebody posts comments on some of these pages that say, you know, you, you know, you're posting children's feet and it's disgusting and, you know, I've reported you. And then they actually respond and say, but it's just feet. Like, I don't like children. It's just feet. And I'm like, that's mm, just entirely yeah, no. too close. Yeah, that's just yeah. too too close for comfort. So that that's just pedophile ju- uh, justification. But, yeah. Like, it's still behavior. Yet, it's still in that. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to put up with anyone who justifies their pedophilia because yeah. it's a fetish, not, not actual sex parts. You know, it's like, no, if it's your fetish, sex parts, it's just not what the Western world considers actual sex parts. So if you're I'm a foot gonna... fetishist and the feet you're fucking gooning on are 12 years old, you're a pedophile first. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm going to just tell everyone out there, you know, be careful about, you know, uh, who you follow and what you like, because you may not like children's feet, but you didn't look too closely and you hit that like or whatever. And then also try your best not to leave fetishy type messages on vanilla pages. It's creepy. I mean, forget feet aside. Let's say somebody posted, you know, themselves in fa- on a family vacation in a bathing suit. Don't go in there and say, oh, my God, I really love your tits. They're gorgeous tits. I mean, it's, it's just rude. It's just rude. There's a couple pages that I follow where the person um, kind of goes back and forth. Like, they understand they're posting content that is other people's fetish. And they go back and forth between that and their vanilla world and family vacations and whatever. And I'll throw likes at a page like that, but I will avoid throwing comments because if that page kind of spans the gap between being fetishy and vanilla, I expect that they have their vanilla acquaintances following that page going, hmm, I wonder why she shows like her shoes of the day and and nylons of the day all the time. And I recognize what their following is and i adapt well i'm not a big commenter anyway but you know i Mm -hmm. i think in those terms but that's because i've been for uh you know 45 minus puberty years a foot fetishist and i can think in those terms but also nowadays people really shouldn't be leaving extremely sexy fetishy comments on pages anymore um, you know, it's like no, all, no. all the fetish pages are kind of trying to be undercover. And, uh, you know, mine is a nail salon now. As, so. as, as we all learned, <laughs> as we all learned just today, at least our inner circle of people learned just today. Uh, most of us are actually now professional accountants. Oh, yes. <laughs> Somehow very recently that became the code word for I have an OnlyFans page. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm an accountant. Nobody can figure out the exact reason why wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's the term, but that's the new term. But what and happens to those of us that are actual accountants? I mean, I, like... well, nothing at the moment, aside from the fact that, you know, people looking to have their taxes done are going to find feet. Um, <laughs> but it is brilliant because it's one of those things that Instagram can never Excuse possibly me. ban. There's no way Instagram can ban you from being an accountant. If and you they start can't ha- blacklist <laughs> being an accountant. You don't think that they could ban the accountant hashtag? No. If, no, if I, everybody starts I putting it on their tits and no, ass. No, because you and... know what's attached to accountants very strongly? Is tax attorneys. And the, if the accountants are suddenly banned from Instagram as being blacklisted on their hashtag... Their tax attorney friends will play the attorney card. In fucking <laughs> so it's, it's goddamn brilliant. I just don't get how much get, you know, but we're telling our audience right now, you heard it here first. If you see a page you like, and they mentioned, she mentions being a professional accountant. That means you can find her on OnlyFans <laughs> and on our podcast, say Instagram and OnlyFans on the same, in the same breath. We're protected. So Siri, we should. So Siri I need to go every and... three weeks, but you know, because she, <laughs> she loves us after all. So I need to go and and post that I'm an accountant is what I need to do. 
I'm not sure why they're not um, HVAC technicians because, you know, that and OnlyFans makes much more sense. HVAC technicians? Why? HVAC is heating and heating refrigeration and air conditioning. Right, but how's that? How's Only the, I don't fans? get it. Oh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Why didn't I get that? <laughs> oh gosh! No, like I, no accountants because of the finan- financial domination aspect of it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> accountant doesn't necessarily mean you're a findom. Apparently, it's code for I have an OnlyFans page. Um, is what it is. I don't know. So, yeah. So, way earlier in this conversation, wow, I'm I'm doing the so like you do. You're I, doing what? The so. You had um, uh, you had fessed up in an earlier conversation the fact that you kind of uh, get a little. Sp- when when so you get a little happy. nervous or when you get a little hearing a lull, you'll so and I, I mocked you. I said so and so. I never noticed that. <laughs> and now I'm doing. I say it. so and I say then I say a lot of shit. <laughs> we I laugh do. a lot. We... I say a lot of shit, but I am not ashamed at all. <laughs> it's all um, cool. it's all good. Our, our fans love us. At least the ones that are still listening. The ones who aren't, you know, go fuck yourself. But you're not listening, so you know. I I do feel like we have a couple of haters that listen, like just to keep tabs on us. Oh well, Uh, then then I'll reiterate: if you're a hater (laughs) who's listening just for the sake of hating, you can go fuck yourself. We don't care. Yeah, because we're open like that. So you want to fuck yourself? Us, by all means. <laughs> pardon me. The rest of you who are listening because you want to listen, or listening because you just checked us out for the first time, and you know, we love all of you. We we love the rest of you. Yeah. Should do. Should do. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So so uh, the thing that makes let's go back to how you can't be a creep for me. Well, that's um, where actually where I wanted to go back to because it's like <laughs> the the continuing saga of Top can't be a creep with the accidental uh, foot tease girl in his own office. So, yeah, I just don't know. I, I was beginning to suspect that she had to be in the know. Well, and... I told you that. I told you that I... I was like, are you sure she, she's got to be teasing you on purpose? Yeah. And then, but there was a time when I kind of was coming back to towards the office. And she was sitting outside the office and, you know, just kind of dangling a foot and dangling a flip flop and no audience to be seen. No way based on the, the direction I was coming from for her to have seen me before she was doing that. And it just, that's just in her nature. She's just one of those girls. But I do that too, even when no one's looking. I shoot angle while I'm sitting at my dining room table. There's nobody looking. I I think she's, she's gotta know. Okay. How many other times has this happened? Like, so like set, set the, the scene for us it's it's hard to say i mean it's all situational circumstances obviously i told the audience and you about the time uh when she decided to randomly lament the um but i had opened the door by mentioning the fact that her uh swiss dot pantyhose happened to match match outfit and uh, her and her COVID mask that all three kind of had the same dot pattern and to which she then like popped her shoe off and lamented the fact that she had a run in those particular pair of pantyhose and then like basically showed me her nylon sole. But it was within the flow of a conversation. But who and does that? I don't know. And then there've been times when I've, and maybe, maybe with a tiny bit of intention or not really intention, but no, not intention. That's not fair because I am not a creep, but I'm 
sitting down in what would be her office mate's desk when that person isn't there, talk, just having a conversation, and she's totally willing to do the end of the day shoe swap in front of me. Um, and now that it's summer, she definitely switches to sandals before she leaves the office. And I, I kind of feel like she pauses to have a the office conversation with me. I, but I so is it does blushing. she do that as she does the shoe swap or just just on well, the way out after be, she's done this? This is shoe more swap. like already in the same and on the way out, the pauses by my desk for a moment before she leaves the office. And then as she pauses to chat with you, does she do anything with her feet? I can't say I've noticed anything particular, but she's definitely like if I notice her from a distance. She's just always playing with her shoes anyway. It's just the nature of who she is. She's just one of those subconscious shoe play girls for certain. The question is, has <laughs> she realized in the however many years she's been on this planet that being that kind of person attracts the attention of certain people? And does she play to it or not? Has she noticed that you've noticed? Well, it's hard to say because, as I said, with the whole original, you know, hey, look at the run in the sole of my shoe. It's almost rude not to look at her foot that way. You know, it's the reverse. You, where normally you wouldn't be obvious about the staring. In that context, you wouldn't be no, no, you obvious have to about stare. the turning yeah. away. You yeah. have to stare, yeah. So has she ever caught you looking? I, To my knowledge, she has never specifically caught me looking. And how hard was it for you to take those couple of pictures that one or two times that I asked you. <laughs> I don't even think I ever did with that particular girl. Oh, who was, well, there was somebody else in your office. Oh no, there was a girl across the, like the way having lunch outside or something like that, right? Yeah. There's somebody outside. I mean, like you... the, the one or two times I've tried so hard to give you a decent creep shot. No, not even this person. Okay. <laughs> See, so you're just not a creep. No, no, I, or I'm terrible at being a creep. So once in a grocery store or some kind of a, I don't know, somewhere where I was buying something, shopping, I remember I heard the the um, the click of the camera, or not the click, but you know the yeah, the, the little the, sound, the little the fake shutter noise that all yes, our cameras that's exactly, are programmed yes. with. Um, and I quickly turned around. So I was wearing a skirt and sandals and I was playing like slapping my heel to my flip flop because I was standing in line and I, I know I saw it. I saw the guy step back and his phone was sort of going in his pocket. So I suspected that it was him taking a picture of something. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if he was trying to get a picture under my skirt or of my feet. Yeah. And I should have asked, except that I was, you know, with somebody that I didn't want to have that conversation with, so, or in front of, so I didn't, um, <clears throat> but total creep. I, like, and, and he and could have been taking a picture is... of something else, but, but I heard it, and my instinct, I mean, because of what I do, I, you know. Well, yeah, but larger offices always seem to be rife with that office rumor, maybe true, maybe not, maybe somebody in a different district who got fired for taking upskirt photos. I, I feel like that's a, a corporate world universal. And it might just be one of those cautionary tales that's made up to, you know. But that story is pervasive. And so, you know, you don't want to get caught pulling your camera out, taking a picture of anything of a woman because that story that cautionary tale that that creep is such a pervasive image in people's heads see and i i there's a lot of commentary here on on this thread on reddit where people are like don't be that creep don't talk to girls about their feet it just scares them away and all this stuff but and i don't know if it's because it's me but i think i would prefer if someone just said uh, like, I don't, I don't need to know, oh, I'm a foot fetishist. I'm going to use this to masturbate later. Can I take a picture of your feet? I, like, I don't need that. But 
if someone would just approach me and say, Hey, I really like the shoes. Can I, do you mind if I take a picture or I really like your pedicure? Do you mind if I take a picture? Uh, that would be okay. And I think I could bring myself to complimenting somebody's petty. I don't think I could bring myself to asking a stranger or a vanilla friend acquaintance to take a picture of their feet. I think inherently the creep factor is just too high. And although you're saying you might be receptive to it, you also understand the fetish. I just cannot imagine somebody from the vanilla world being receptive to the question, no matter how politely and uncreepily it was put, can I take a picture of your feet? So I've had someone take a picture of my hair. Like my hair is a fetish for some people. And this person asked, said that I have really beautiful, shiny hair and could they take a picture of it? And I was like, uh, sure, why not? And looking back on it, I always wonder, was it, was he gay? And he's just, you know, um, or did he want to show like his partner, like, oh, this is what I want your hair to look like. Cause that's entirely possible. Or did he have a fetish and he just wanted to make sure my hair. Yeah. I think you're going to do that with feet and actually have the situation fall in the questionable for purpose. Maybe if it was you, and I don't mean you because I know you, I mean you because I could look down and you could theoretically have a hand painted ladybug on your toe. And I could then say, Oh my God, your petty is so cool. Do you mind if I snap a picture? Because you, because that would be, Oh, I'm taking a picture of this unique thing. Who knows? Am I going to show it to my girlfriend so that she can get a similar petty? Am I just intrigued by it? Am I going to, you know, do I think it's artistic? Well, so my husband told me a story. Uh, He was at the local little, um, I don't know what it is. Like a, it's either a Dollar General or a Family Dollar, like one of those little stores. We have one around here that's actually both. Uh, the, the two companies bought each other, and it's a a Family oh no, Dollar a, General, a Family, a family Dollar General. <laughs> it's a Family Dollar Tree. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's one of these like sort of mini markets, right? Yeah, where they have a little bit of everything. And he stopped in there for something, and he said that. Uh, the guy behind him uh, complimented a girl uh, on her toes and he told her that he uh, really liked her pedicure. And then, and he thought that was the end. And he was like, so tempted to look back, but because he would have to do like a full, you know, just turn around to look, he thought it would be too obvious. And he's probably a little more cautious like you, because he's worried that somebody's going to be like, ah, he's a fucking fetish foot fetish. You creep. And, then the guy didn't leave it alone. The guy went on to say, man, those are some cute feet. I like feet. Like, these are some really cute feet. These are some really cute toes. Like, you, your man must be lucky and all, like, all this stuff. And she wasn't creeped out at all. And that was one of the questions I asked him. Like, was she totally fucking weirded out? Did she, like, start, like, hiding her feet under her, you know, her other shoe or whatever? But he said that she was very receptive to it. That she was like, oh, thanks, you know, and just... And she had some type of fluorescent, you know, neon polish or something. She's wearing the fluorescent neon polish because she's also ToeGal72 on Instagram. Or, <laughs> or this, this dude who seems, your husband's perspective and probably yours, my perspective, so ungodly brazen and potentially creepy, he's playing it right now. See, I think you have to be just the right amount of confident, you know, because I I don't know. I just can't, like, if you're coming at me all, like, with your shoulders hunched down and your trench coat, asking (laughs) me for a picture of your feet and my feet, the answer is going to be no. But if you're just like this normal guy that's like, damn, you have some really cute feet. I I like feet. Like, I, I would... I think that would be okay. I think it depends yeah, on mean, the person. This, this it really just depends. This guy's approach is, damn, your man better be sucking those toes because. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I always, you know, I've said this a couple of times on different episodes is that 
you know, my sister and her friends and several other, it's like a thing amongst my circle. Like I knew like there were girls who would not date a guy who was not wearing perfectly clean shoes and perfectly clean socks. And they would say that. And I don't think they had a shoe fetish, obviously. Just they would just, they had a thing for nice, crisp white shoes. Uh, yeah, th- there is there is something in, in um, I, I hate to say certain urban cultures, but I think it's the only way to put it. It's well, like the first the, thing they look that, at. Like they that, say that. The, like, the what's the first thing you look white, at? white, amazingly well kept sneaker is a, a status symbol. Um, so they, you know, look, I come so, out of the dirty Converse world. No, but you know, chucks have to be worn. Like brand new chucks irritate me. I told you, I have to like dirty them up. I have my all blacks. The black with black rubber and black eyelets and black uh, logo. And those, uh, you know, like hand plucking dog or cat hair off of them because yeah, they gotta stay black. Uh, Regular old Converse, no. They they gotta have some some patina. Yeah. I, I used to dirty them up on purpose. Now my Adidas with the with the fat laces, those had to be white. Like yeah, those had to be so, perfectly clean. So I, there's, there's the shell top Adidas. A, there's definitely a culture to to the the super white sneakers. Um, but do I go into work to uh, accidental foot tease girl and say, you know, hey, you know that that your your petty is always on point. I hope the husband appreciates that. I don't know. I think that just comes off creepy as fuck. That, but that your guy that, from... in that way it would. Yeah, I think in that way it would. But that's almost exactly what the um Ah, uh, it's it's a little Dollar bit different General because guy. it's different because then you're outing yourself to this person whose feet you've seen this whole time and are going to continue to see. Oh, okay. You know so what I mean? Like dollar that's, dollar that's general a move you guy. Can play on a stranger. I think so, yeah. That's almost like a line, like like oh girl you got the best smile or whatever fucking bullshit they tell you like you could say that about her toes and she'd be all right with it who who okay oh gosh there's someone whether or not you're a creep also has a lot to do with the context in which you interact with somebody you know you know the whole line about sexual harassment right like sexual harassment isn't sexual harassment if the other person is attractive I think maybe that's kind of like you're not a foot creep if the girl thinks you're attractive. <laughs> I've been told I'm a reasonably attractive man. But, I think uh, you could get away with that kind of stuff. But you're telling me I still can't with accidental foot tease office girl. Not only because you Context work with her. Yeah. That's because you work with her every single day of, you know. Yeah. So. Okay. But have we answered the question of are you a creep and i think the answer is is varied <laughs> i think the answer you know what you do how you do it what you I... say how you say it what the company and what the context because i think your story your husband's story proves that you can be fucking down and dirty right out there and say it and not be creepy, but in certain contexts, that's cre- still creepy as fuck. Yeah, um, I think and I'm then a there's creep. some guys who just no matter how they put it are creepy, and there's some guys who say it because they want to be creepy. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give a quick shout out to uh, Soul underscore Dynasty nine hundred four. He On is a uh, Instagram. He's okay. a photographer in Florida, and yeah, you know who he is. I think you guys follow each other. Uh, he, he, his profile is, why should a woman go through the trouble of keeping her feet looking good with nobody to admire or appreciate it? That's his entire uh, profile. And he's actually a photographer, and he has really good, um, really good shots. He's a really good photographer. And almost all of the women that he photographs are all non-fetishy, like vanilla, that he meets on the, on the bus, guy. on the road, wherever. Like, he just, 
He's just, he said, also, he's attractive, though. So he's a very handsome guy. So that could be it. There but. is another guy that I've been following for years and years, uh, New York City. And yeah, he just finds people on the freaking, on the streets of New York, specifically on the streets of New York who are wearing nylons and just convinces these women to just pose for him. I don't know how the freak he does it. Maybe because New York is so enormous that you're just inherently anonymous. And it's just like the whatever factor. But I wish I could remember his name because he's, you know, they're, they're kind of kindred spirits on two different parts of the, the East Coast. Okay. And then so really funny, though, just as I say that, I'm looking at his last post, which is like a big, giant, pretty weird sign. So I'm like, what is that? Right. Psycho. And I look. <laughs> some of y'all are some creepy ass dudes and the answer is no she will not shoot feet with anyone else but me dudes be trying to play detective to find accounts so that they can backdoor you and try to shoot who you be shooting with stop being lazy and go recruit <laughs> <laughs> so so <laughs> I do feel like if you, if you unwrap that statement a little bit you can only be him if you're the first one to get to them. That the move doesn't work the second time around. Well, I think a, a problem that, and he and I have had this conversation, a problem that he has is that, sure, he gets these really, um, you know, unique looking and gorgeous women um, to shoot with him. And they have beautiful feet because he has great taste in, in feet. He, he's a souls guy. And so he, he shoots these just really good quality uh, pictures and a lot of people want to see more of them because he only posts a couple of them. Yeah. And so a lot of people want to see more and sometimes he'll tag their vanilla accounts. They're just regular people. Yeah. And then these guys just go and start stalking and harassing them. Like, mm. do you do sessions? Do you do this? Can I have a video? Can I get to that? And this is just regular women who somebody saw something nice about them and, you know, yeah, I will say my, my my guy who's the New York City counterpart gives these girls pseudonyms and doesn't tag anything. That's probably why, because some of these people are really creepy and get out of control. But I don't think that's a foot fetishist thing. I think that is an, an internet thing. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that's, you know. And, and that, yeah, the internet in general. Yes. We, we've talked about it. If you give somebody the 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 underscore the box the the spot where they can type a thing, whatever word vomits in their head will come out. We talked about <laughs> it when we posed a question. There are people who yeah. believe that something posted is an invitation to send a comment, no matter what the comment is. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know, and the fact is, if something is posted that does not appeal to you, there's no reason to randomly say, this does not appeal to me. And, you know, if they said it in that polite term, we'd be like, okay. But why? Why do you need to? Especially, why do you need to do it in a rude way? Yeah, You've somehow come across my page, their page, this comment, this this post. Something, something put you in the wheelhouse of this post. Why do you need to make an awful or a creepy comment? Why can't you resist the temptation to click the comment or reply button if you have nothing to bring to the table? I had a, a friend who started a page uh, shortly after mine, and she's was active for a little while, and she's not. Um, and she had someone, she made the mistake of posting a picture. This is before she realized how creepy everyone could be. And so she posted a picture of her and her daughter getting pedicures on her foot page and then started getting harassing messages about uh, posting more of her friend. And I, I don't think this person was specifically looking for children's feet. I think he just thought it was a woman with small feet. Mm. and it was just but would not lay off until finally she was like she removed the picture and she told him like 
look, that was my 10 year old daughter. No, like, yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he apologized, but I don't know if he apologized because she was upset or because he realized, oh, fuck, like, this is a child. But either way, even if it'd been the same thing happened when I posted my mom, I posted pictures of my mom. I I gave her this really great pedicure and, you know, uh, I posted pictures of her and the same thing. They were like, can we get more pictures of her? And can we do, you know, do this? And can we, can you suck her toes? I'm like, no, bitch. I'm going to fucking suck my mom's toes. (laughs) I'm going to say to you as the veteran that you are, um, veteran do you remember i pointed out a page when they said they were uh x amount of your foot fetish veteran and i said to you yes i remember them from the foot fetish war of 1812 <laughs> <laughs> but I can use the term, as the veteran that you are uh, and maybe but i do recall so so many years ago i think anyone who's been doing this for any reasonable time knows that once you post your feet next to another pair of feet that isn't like your boyfriend, um, you're going to at least get, oh, they should start a page. Yeah. Yeah, and totally. If you're clear that it's mama's, maybe they they should, but no, as my, know, my, people don't my, read. My bunion lovers and my mature feet lovers, man, they were all over that ladies. But and her, she's really there, dark. Like, there's they're... nothing wrong with that unto itself. <laughs> Except if you said, this is my actual maternal unit, and they say, can you suck her toes? Then they're just being fucked up. <laughs> that's a whole nother fetish, I'm saying. That's like well, um, incest. That's not a- <laughs> no, but we have known collectively a few um, variations on mother, daughter, and even I, I, I've seen a mother and son run pair of pages. Ooh. A couple of mother, daughter run pair of pages. Um uh, it, it happens, yeah. uh, you know, and you're you're dancing the line of that taboo depending on what you're doing. Um, yeah, and... there's just certain lines I won't cross, and personally, my preference is not to involve, um, cl- you know, my family members. In but you and you know what though, that's because know now why you don't. <laughs> but you know what though, that's probably because I, for the the people that are not into feet then it's not a big deal. That's like me holding hands with my mom and posting pictures and being like, oh, we're holding yeah. hands. And that's fine but because vanilla the, page. Yeah, you but... put it on the fetish page, you inherently fetishize it and you invite the creeps. And we're not all creeps. No. But we, we dance. We understand. Line. We understand that there can definitely be a creep factor in the foot fetish community. Um, but... And there is also a creep factor in every single other fetish out there. So there's a creep factor in humanity. (laughs) I don't think there are any more creeps in the foot fetish community as they are on the planet in general. Just our creeps are a little more obvious. (laughs) With that. We thank you for putting up with our insane rambling for the last uh, <laughs> hour change. Um, we oh, they're not putting is... up with it. You know they want to be here. No, they do. <laughs> and if you're a creep, keep on being a creep. Like they say, keep Portland weird. Keep on being a creep. Just don't be creepy to people. Um, yes. but. We thank you as always for listening and I don't know what else is there to say. If you're creepily masturbating to our voices. You're welcome.